0: Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Retirement Readiness Podcast. Uh, today, we have the joy of having Harold and Judy Lewis join us for uh, this episode, where we're going to be focused on talking about what it means to have significance in retirement. Uh, as, as usual, you know, Prairie View Wealth Partners is here to, as a family-focused, faith-centered, wealth management and investment planning company. Uh, we're here to help you and to partner with you on your journey to ready, to retirement readiness. So Harold and Judy, uh, the reason we asked you to be on the show today is because of all of the clients we have, first, you're great friends of ours. Uh, and then secondly, is we think about uh, what it means to really live a fulfilled retirement and what it means to uh, to, to find purpose in retirement. Uh, we felt like you two have had a great story and would, would love to hear your story a little bit. Uh, so would you give me just a couple of minutes? Tell me a little bit about your background. Uh, what kind of work did you do and how long have you been retired?
1: Well, I'll start out. Um, I've been retired uh, 10 years, and uh, I was an administrator and a marketing uh, vice president of senior living communities and uh, had the pleasure of helping start up uh, a local senior community called smith Crossing. I have uh, healthcare care experience uh, uh, over nearly 40 years total and uh, have enjoyed my pathway to retirement. <laughs>
2: Uh, I was an educator for 38 years and retired in the year 2000 and moved to Orland Park to be with Judy as she created this new community up here, which we live in now.
0: That's outstanding, and so as you guys, you, you obviously had some pretty full and exciting lives while you were working, as you transitioned into retirement, how did you find yourself filling your time? Did you start retirement with a plan, you knew exactly what you wanted to do, or did you? feel through it and, and figure it out as you want
1: well that's an interesting uh interesting question um uh we actually didn't have a plan uh at the point of retirement uh other than again moving up up from the st louis area up to uh, ormond park uh and uh we just sort of uh, helped it along the way uh, taking the necessary steps to find out what was fulfilling for us but i know when i first retired i decided that i wanted to be involved with uh, the local church and i volunteered there for at least three years trying to uh, to be able to give back uh, part of my talents so i found a lot of fulfillment in that aspect and i know you had other plans you tried it
2: yeah, you're right. I was, I've always been active in, in athletics and things like that and, and extreme sports and and uh, had planned to continue that till I was 150 years old and, and uh, decided that, you know, maybe I needed to slow down a little bit, maybe support Judy a little bit more and get involved in the senior living community sort of thing.
0: And you talked a little bit about uh scaling back, well, but tell me a little bit about what scaling back for you guys means and it seems like you've been pretty active here during retirement, uh, you know, have you skied at all? Have you done any uh, bike riding? You know, give me a little bit of sense what how you filled your time.
2: Well we uh, we discovered snow skiing several years ago and we transitioned doing that and, and uh, we skied uh, so we say 278 resorts worldwide and we traveled back and forth to Europe and Canada and all the western states and the eastern states. And, the Midwest and and that was kind of part of our winter activities and then the summertime we transitioned into bicycling and we bicycle all over the Midwest and, and California and places like that and uh, we thought gee we were just always going to be on the fast track until I had an accident <laughs>
1: yes uh, uh, so we we've continued our active lifestyle uh, partially based on our physical needs And uh, we thought we would still, at our ages, uh, I'm 77 and he'll be 82, we would still be skiing or riding bicycles. But he had an unfortunate um, accident on the bicycle and um, we found replacements for that. So now we are still very active riding recumbent tricycles uh, up to 10, 15 miles uh, every other day. And... um, we also um, walk uh, in our community, we have a lot of paths, we have a lot of forest preserves around and a lot of areas to keep active and uh, so physically we are still staying as active as we can and then we have another little uh, toy that we enjoy, it's a, a slingshot made by Polaris and it's a, uh, an auto cycle so We're expanding our outdoor uh, activities because we pack lunches and we go to the forest preserves and enjoy that, and then uh, enjoy the back roads, uh, the country roads, just just, uh, exploring the the whole area. So we are keeping active physically. And then I know that there's also the mental and and spiritual part that we still uh, like to keep active. So we can expand on that as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. If you would. Tell me a little bit about uh, where have you found your ability to plug in at and find significance. Uh, obviously, it's really important, as you mentioned, to have the physical side, and, and obviously, to a testament to how good a shape you're in. Uh, but, but give me a sense on the significant side and your spiritual part. Where do you guys plug in, and, and how are you active there?
2: Well, we're members of Parkview Christian Church, which is here in Orland Park, and uh, Jitty's done a lot of volunteer, and I've worked with a summer program for the kids, and. Uh, so forth and we with COVID we were kind of out doing everything virtually and now we're back in the pew and we're we're once again in community and that's very important to us to connect that way and uh, to stay active and and do what we can for God.
1: And uh, through uh, living at Smith Crossing we have a a lot of opportunities to be fulfilled. uh, with our talents, I do a lot of uh, decorating, especially at Christmas. Um, we uh, we're not totally involved um, at, as much as we would like at this point. We've been there for two and a half years following his accident, uh, and it's a uh, wonderful community to be able to serve in a, a number of ways. Uh, you know, lots of activities, lots of. Uh, um, ways that you can participate. We actually are helping, (laughs) this sounds silly, but we are silver rollers uh, because uh, staffing issues and so forth. Uh, volunteers uh, from the, the community uh, are doing things to help uh, with the dining area. So we roll silverware a couple of times a week just to help the staff so that uh, they're not burdened with that and it, it brings a sense of fulfillment that, that we can do that. So that's how we stay as active as we can, uh, you know, at, at where we live.
0: Yeah, for sure. And when you talk about where you live, uh, maybe if if, uh, somebody's not familiar with what Smith Crossing is, why don't you tell us just a little bit about your community and and what it means uh, to you guys and and how has that transition been for you?
2: Well, you know, from my personal viewpoint is that uh, it once again, it's a plan in place and um, every amenity is available. you are still in community. Uh, with people who have come from various backgrounds and hear their stories and where they what they've done and their successes and it's a, it's it's just a safe environment and I don't have to worry about cutting grass and, you know worrying about shelving snow and things like that so it it just fulfills that need to, to sit back and have that time to ourselves and not have to do all the work.
1: Well, and uh, to add on to that, um, it's a uh, life plan community, and I. I believe, Tim, uh, you all were instrumental in helping us uh, determine that yes, this would work within our financial uh, status. Uh, That was very important to us, uh, that we could uh, be able to afford a community like this because It is a plan in place for the rest of our life. Um, And we looked at it as a gift to each other and a gift to our children that we had made the decisions because it it has all the independent living pieces and then there's assisted living, there's skilled care, there's a a, a rehab uh, place and a memory support. So it's just everything is in place and uh, it takes the burden from us and for our children not to have to make those decisions in a crisis situation. So we thought that was very important. And again, you all uh, were instrumental in helping us, uh, guide us to that final decision. What was pulling us there? Well, unfortunately with the accident prompted us to go there sooner, but uh, that that structured our plan in place for the rest of our life.
0: Yeah, and, and so as you think about kind of rest of life, what one of the things that has always struck me with you guys uh, is really your ability to uh, continue to adapt and continue to find purpose and continue to do the things that you love to do uh, throughout your life. And so when you think about kind of this next phase of life, what are the things that are on your bucket list? Do you have anything left? It sounds like you've done uh, just about everything, but is there anything else left on that bucket list? And and how do you think you'll continue to find purpose going forward? Do you get a bucket list? <laughs>
2: well, you know,
1: we don't really have a bucket list, um, We look at every day is a gift, okay? So waking up in the morning is a great gift. Uh, We certainly like to be with family, but they're all over the country and it's not as easy for us to travel. Uh, So we've cut back on traveling in that respect. Um, But I think sharing every day, every moment we can in a positive manner, that's really what fulfills me and uh, if I can, do some write creative writing and I like to read and and we also again enjoy our walks together but it's trying to found, find that balance and in, in what keeps us motivated and what gives us that total fulfillment but we want to continue to be a reflection of what Christ wants us uh, to be and and to get us to that point uh, I think that's always the center uh, of, of what we are so
2: Definitely. yes.
0: Well, and I think that one of the things that uh, you have shared with me in the past is that that many times you look to see how can you live out the the role that God has created you to play. Uh, Is there anything that you find in retirement that you're able to do differently than you're able to do when you were working?
1: Very good question. Well,
0: we have time now.
1: Yes, we really do.
0: Yeah,
2: so our focus, you know, doesn't have to be on our occupation or what we're doing. You we know, just sit back and enjoy the latter years of our life and, and have that fulfillment that Judy talks about. That's so important.
1: You know, one of the things that we also enjoy uh, being at Smith Crossing, we're uh, surrounded by so many people with so many wonderful backgrounds. So we're enjoying hearing their stories and hopefully, again, hanging on to positivity uh, and... Uh, the, the christ-like uh, mentality that's that's our our ultimate goal is to make sure that we reflect that as as uh, he would want us to do so mm-hmm. um i i think that having the time now available uh that's without right. all the maintenance associated with homeowners and and all those other things although we have a a uh, a special needs son that we still uh, have to you know care for uh long distance wise but it's working out very well uh but that's turned out to be a blessing for us too so we get Mm -hmm. to see a perspective of life that uh through his needs that we weren't otherwise uh, exposed to and uh we've turned that into a blessing for us as well so we just try to look at each day as a, a special day and a, a new adventure.
0: Well, and if I remember right, now that you got that uh, slingshot, as you were mentioning, Judy, you're able to see some different parts of the backcountry roads and that kind of stuff. If I remember right, were you telling me about a favorite restaurant down on Route 66 and was it down in the Dwight area? Uh, I remembering that correctly? That's that is exactly correct.
1: right. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's one of our long distance trips. It's not that far away, but it's it's I've always been drawn to the outdoors. I think both of us have. And we just love getting off the interstates and just chilling. And, you know, we don't have to go fast. We just kind of have fun together and get some good food in Dwight and, and uh, talk about old times. And uh, it's just so peaceful relaxing. That's just kind of right in our wheelhouse. Right, right. Mm-hmm.
1: But we're trying to maximize the time together that we have as well and find ways that we know that we can bring enjoyment to each other. So, so that's a part of our, our retirement. Uh, and we didn't know that was going to happen when we retired, and, and we've been able to build on it successfully.
0: Yeah, for sure. And one of the things if, uh, that I remember about you guys too, and Lou, if, if I'm correct, uh, when you talk about liking to ride your bike, did you just ride for, well, like one or two miles a day? Is that Was that your normal routine? What was What was your normal routine when you were actively riding? In retirement well it's
2: it's it had a running background prior to that so it's basically the same kind of workouts you know you do easy days hard days uh, 30 mile long rides uh, 100 mile rides on special occasions and uh, you know so it was that was dictating what I was doing I would probably still continue to do that you know as long as the body would hold up but you know uh, God had a plan and that's okay and I'm, I'm I don't miss that it's just a just a happy memory. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we stay pretty active, we, do here. Yeah, yeah, and,
1: and we still do. Uh, and hopefully we are um, uh, encouraging to the residents at Smith Crossing. They see us out and about, and they're always curious about our, our recumbent tricycles and even our, we we offering to take some of the, uh, the really older people in their 90s for a ride in the slingshot. And uh, they're, they're uh, embracing that. So we're having fun with that as well.
0: That's really cool. Well, and if I remember it, you were talking about trying to spend a lot of time together and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, Judy, you didn't ride your bicycle quite as long as Lou did or it was for as big a distances. as if I remember right. Am I remembering that you guys actually had a uh, like a pedal assist or, or something that would help Judy that you guys could ride together and, and go for longer distances than maybe yeah. you, you normally would?
1: Right. Well, th- that, that's on our recumbent tricycles, right? We've. Uh... Uh, added uh, e-assist to that because I have an ankle problem and had issues last year with riding the hills, uh, some of the hills in uh, the forest reserve. So uh, um, my husband graciously uh, <laughs> purchased those and had them uh, placed on our tricycles and we can now go a uh, long distance you know 15 miles for a ride on the tricycles and mm-hmm. uh, people uh, that see us on the on the sidewalks or in the subdivisions love, love uh, what they see and they always wave and smile mm-hmm. and so uh, that's kind of where we are with the trikes
0: yeah well and, and for me as I think about you guys the part of the thing, part of your story, uh, and as you've told it, is really the story that we we're hoping to, to hear about how as you enter retirement, you know you have all this stuff that, that's taking up all of your time uh, before retirement. You have work and things to do around the house and kids that you have to take care of and you know all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then as you enter retirement, all of a sudden that starts to go away, and you find that you have more time that's available uh, to you. And and as we've we've talked here a little bit, I really enjoyed hearing your story and seeing your journey as you guys went from that busy working lifestyle to continuing to be active and continuing to travel and downhill ski and do all those things. But then as things continued to change, you made some adjustments along the way as well. And to the point where even now, finding a way to continue to ride your bike following lose accident and, and even having the e-assist on there. Uh, and, and hey, if that doesn't work, let's go to the slingshot type of thing. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you guys taking the time to sit on on this conversation and help us as we look at how do you find purpose in retirement uh, and how do you make that, make that shift Uh, before we kind of wrap up this episode, is there anything that you would like to add or anything that comes to mind from your perspective?
1: Well, I would like to add one thing. Um, My husband, Lou, we call him of course, uh, has a saying and I think it's something that we're both grasping and it's called champions adjust. So, from the active lifestyle and busyness of uh, careers that we both had, transitioning into retirement, uh, we didn't know what to expect. And I think that that particular little saying, champions adjust, if people hang on to that, uh, I think you can move forward and still have a wonderful, wonderful, fulfilling life.
2: One of the things I might add, Tim, uh, just recently I discovered, rediscovered a saying that uh, that Bishop Fulton Sheen said many years ago. He says, you know, live your life and forget your age. And it kind of sums us up, right? That's correct.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that the, both of those sayings do. Uh, the way that I know you guys, they absolutely do and uh, represent the way that you live your life. Uh, so again, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, As we wrap up this episode of the Retirement Readiness Show, uh, we'd just like to thank Lou and Judy for being a a part of this and being guests on our show, where, again, in per view, our focus is on family-focused, faith-centered, financial planning and investment advice. We hope that you'll join us again in the future. Until then, be well, where we hope to help you live your legacy with confidence. Thank you.